Hi, and welcome to Talk Over Coffee. I'm your host, Dania. I hope you listened to my last podcast because I know I may have touched a couple of people's feelings with like the boomers and millennials and whatnot. Basically, it's about us and our parents and their parents and those generational cycles of trauma and feelings and all the things nobody wants to talk about. So is it okay to accept that our parents don't believe in therapy? Like, are you okay with that? Are you aware that we have become their therapist or maybe like nurturers now we are nurturing our parents we are helping them heal with their trauma because now we're older and we're looking back and being like damn now i know what you went through now i understand um it's also not our responsibility when we were younger to understand which is when those conversations come up of like one day you're gonna understand and you're no 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 As a child and as I become a grown-up, it's not my responsibility to understand what my parents went through. Now, as I get older, yeah, after growing up and experiencing life, I have to come to realize what they went through. But I'm not obligated to feel like a responsibility towards that, if that makes any sense. I understand now, like, Oh, is this what it's like when you become a mother? Oh, this is what it's like when you have a family. You know, this is what it's like when you have to pay rent. Like, you understand those things as they come along, but not every time they come along, our parents have to be like, ah, now you get it. Like, like they're waiting for that. Haha, I told you so moment. Like, no, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not, ex- let's not have those conversations with them. Um, but I definitely feel like majority of us, because I'm speaking on, like, the people I speak to, a lot of us have become, like, therapists for our parents because of that lack of therapy, of healing. Like, they don't want to accept that they need to heal. Like, something is wrong, something is not right. And that's okay, because they have their trauma with their parents. So, their healing journey... We don't even know if it even started. Like, are they even accepting that their parents were that way towards them and it was not okay? Or is it because they are the ones that are like, well, it's my mom, so there's nothing I could do or say. Like, she's right and I'm wrong and that's just what it is. And that's what they pass on to us where, you know, it's like, I'm your mother. You just listen. You don't answer back. So when we hear that, right? That's probably what they got on their end from their parents and they passed it on to us because now, now, in parenting, we are way too conscious and aware of our kids' feelings. Like, I am very conscious of my, like, everything is about my kids. I'm not saying I don't have my own life, but... I do definitely take on the parent role, mother role very seriously where every action, every step I take, you know, I include my kids, how that will affect them. So every night, like I'll think about my day or what happened and did I do enough? Oh, you know, how did I make, you know, my kids feel when I said that or I shouldn't have said that or, you know, like I judge myself pretty harshly, like. So I can learn to be better tomorrow and see what it was that I did wrong. Like, okay, tomorrow, okay, since today I was, 
you know, yelling at the kids for leaving their shoes in the front door. Maybe I'll wait for them to take it off and then they can take it to their room. Like, don't yell at them. Pick up your shoes right away. Like, maybe, you know, they just got home from school. Like, stuff like that. Like, I have to slow down and think about. I feel like a lot of us, this millennial generation, we are definitely more in tune with our kids' emotions because... We know we didn't get that with our fa- with our parents, so now we're doing our best to give it to our kids. So, yes, when I say parenting is is very emotional, there's a lot to it because yes, there's your feelings as a human being, as a person, as a caregiver, as a mother, as a father. But now you're carrying the weight of your child's feelings, like how you made them feel, and you know you just don't want that feeling of damn, I'm going to send my kid, like, he's going to need therapy because of me. Like, you don't want to be that. You don't. (laughs) There's a lot of moments. And I was a young mom, so I tell Amir, I'm like, listen, we grew up together, my friend. Like, it's not like I was a mom before you. First of all, you were my first child. So everything is my first time experience, but we grew up together. Me, you, your I grew you know, your dad was growing up, so everything is I was I was harsh. I was harsh on myself. Like I but damn, I was twenty, you know, and I didn't have guidance. I didn't have a support group. I didn't have like my mother was not present. She was not guiding me at all. If anything, she was more critical, very negative reinforcement. Um I was in Vegas where I had no friends, no family, no no I didn't know a soul. So, oh, and no one with kids. I didn't know anybody with kids. So I didn't have even a model of a mother in front of me to be like, oh, is this what we're doing in 2007? This is how we're raising kids and babies. Like, I was just going based off of, you know, babysitting from when I was younger. So it was hard, but I was definitely more critical. So I just take into consideration of how my behavior affects my kids and that is why I say like they mimic us they mimic our feelings so now like I'm aware like okay when I get angry don't do that because you know I got to teach my kids about anger and stuff like that so it's very it's very emotional it's very it's a lot of adult stuff that we're not taught and you know our parents didn't teach us I mean, did your mom or dad ever talk to you about your feelings? Like, hey, honey, when you're feeling angry, you know, count to 10. Or when you're feeling angry, write it down in a journal. Like, yeah, sure. We got diaries, but they were like, what is this American crap of a diary? What's a diary? And they would, you know, can't even put it to words because they mocked us for it. Oh, my God. Like, we got so mocked for having diaries and now journaling is a whole part of a healing journey so us we were we were ahead of our time with those diaries but yeah that that's that's what i'm trying to get at like our parents have their trauma with their parents and they never took into consideration how they that made us feel of how they were treating us so now to make it better, we are conscious and aware of our kids' feelings and we're going to have a different connection and an understanding and really con- consider their feelings versus not having that. So 
now I feel like a lot of us are, you know, you're coddling your parents. You're trying to help your parents. You're trying to be a therapist to your parents. Now your parents need a friend. You're the friend because they're older now. But yet you have your kids and, you know, you're tr- you're, we're so involved with our kids emotionally, physically, everything. You know, it's all about creating memories because I'm a big believer in that. I feel like the most expensive, priceless thing is time. And, you know, their childhood is so short. Like, it's not like I wish they could stay young for longer and... Once you become an adult, you're an adult. You're just getting, you're just aging. But like you've entered the last, you have entered the last phase until you become elderly, you know? So I try to create constant memories. You know, sometimes I just feel like all I have is the moment. And I just want to embrace that with them because I'll, I'll, I'll have the next 20, 30 years to work. But, you know, I won't have Alina or Jaleel or Amir uh, at this age again. Like, I can't make them stay young, you know. So, it's, it's, parenting is, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's emotional. I'm going to keep saying that because, you know, God gives you what you can handle and, and, Sometimes I'm like, God, you really, <laughs> that's three little hearts of mine outside of my body. And I'm just emotional. Like, it's crazy because I, I was never like sensitive at all. Like, you would not catch me crying. That too. <laughs> I'm going to say it's part of my trauma because we would get, like, I know I, I got teased if I cried in my household. Like, crying was a sense of weakness is what I'm trying to get at. It was a sense of weakness. So when I had my son, I, you know, I could watch a commercial and cry. You know, anything now makes me cry. I don't know, maybe he just opened up my portal of that compassionate side of me that actually I really love. So, yeah, it's emotional. Anyhow, you know where I'm trying to go with this. We are caught in the middle. You are now the mother for your kids. But yet you are still... Now you got to be the mother for your parents. I wouldn't say mother. Let's not Let's not get too crazy. Not mother, but you know, you're a support. You're a friend. You're, you're more than just a child to them now. Now they need you. And I feel like we're all kind of in a boat where you're helping your parents, whether it's mentally, physically, sometimes financially, emotionally, like we're supporting them. Um, Maybe now you understand their struggle, what they went through, and you're trying to help them. But it's like, what can you do now? They're already older. There's not much you can do, but try to give them like a better quality of life. So it's a lot to take in because it's not something like we are really prepared for like we always say oh I'm gonna I'm take care of my mom and dad you know I'm gonna buy them a mansion and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that but some things are deeper than that or sometimes you know that's not what they need that's not the way to help them like it's it's very complex when it comes to that because they're coming from that generation of where emo- talking about mental health and emotions are is taboo they come from that you know generation where their parents were like, not caring for their feelings are you kidding me like can you imagine 
I know now it's it's hard to say. It's hard to believe because, you know, like let's say maybe your grandmother is like sweet on you or, or gentle with you. But she was probably not always like that. You know, I hear it a lot um, where it's like, I never thought, you know, my mother would be like that because she was not like that with me. But she's like that with my kids. So maybe their parents were just not in tune with their feelings and they don't know how to deal with feelings or emotions and that's why our parents are so irate and very you know ah you gotta respect me I'm your elder and and that mentality kills me because it's like okay hold on I understand like when we're little kids you're teaching kids like boundaries and like respect adults or listen to authority blah 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 but when it comes to like speaking to an adult you have to still earn that and show that like if you are an adult or an elderly person or whatever the case is the reason why the elderly people get respect because they conduct themselves with respect when you have people that are like oh but you got to respect me because i'm older than you it's like no 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 Mm -mm. i ain't the one you get what you give you show me respect i'm gonna respect you and i'm a respectful person i'm very respectful because my culture the way i was brought up I'm respectful, okay? But I will react to your disrespect. I don't know what's my threshold. It depends how I feel that day, what my tolerance is. You know, if I catch the spirit, I'm going to catch the spirit. I don't know. (laughs) But don't demand respect for me. Like, don't be treating me terribly And then when I react to you, now you're upset because of my reaction. Like what gaslighting do not like, oh, oh, gaslighters sit there and start shit. And then they get all pissed off when you react to it. It's like, no, 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 you did this. Now I'm giving you what you deserve. Period. The only thing I hate about that is I don't like to be that person. I can be. I don't like to be. Because there is a side of me that I know is there. And I like to keep that, you know, as far away. We all try to be better. But what I what I like about myself the most is that I like to help people. I like to be there for people. I like to support people. It, I feel good about it, okay? People take advantage of that. And I don't want to feel like I'm stupid or I'm an idiot for not seeing the red flags. But I can't help but be true to myself. I'm being authentically me. I obviously have to learn boundaries and stuff like that. And, you know, I've picked up, obviously. But I don't let negative experiences depict how I'm going to be for the next person in a sense of I'm not going to change who I am. If that's the good in me and that's what I makes me feel good, I'm going to continue doing that. I'm not going to let that experience dim that. So whatever negative experience I had with a person will always be a lesson. And maybe the lesson's not for me. Maybe the lesson is for them. Maybe I'm strong enough to walk away with that hurt from that experience. But I still feel good like no regrets of my behavior like yeah of course i'm gonna check myself like damn you did too much or why'd you do that but that i'm not gonna change that 
when it comes to meeting a new person or doing it for someone else. Like, I'm still going to be genuinely me. So, I don't let those negative experiences affect me. Like, if somebody's being disrespectful or nasty, go ahead. I don't feel like it today. I don't want to I don't want to engage in that negative energy. I don't want to bring those vibes into my world. Not today. Mm-mm. No, sir. So, it's very hard when you have to be aware of that because emotions can take over. I feel like, you know, when you're put in an environment of people that are demanding a certain behavior from you, we're all going to resist that a little more. Um, and it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. Like just because you're not speaking to them the way they want you to, that's not your fault. You're speaking to them how you feel is appropriate, right? Act accordingly to whoever treats you like shit, period. Your title or your role does not, like their title, their role in your life does not give them the green light to just act crazy with you. So boundaries is a big thing, you know, it really is. So I think adapting to that idea and the more people are are not fighting back, but like resisting, you know, like, hey, I'm being respectful. Why are you talking to me like that? Or whatever the case is, kind of changes the tune of the world. Let's hope so, because I feel like at least within your own family and friends or circle of people. Well, I think I think I'm gonna let that generation rest for a little. (laughs) Tune in next week where I don't know, maybe I'll actually talk about coffee. Do you guys even want to know about my coffee? Like, (laughs) Um, thank you again for listening. Again, my Instagram is talkovercoffee underscore. Follow me there so you know what I'm posting. And thank you again for listening. Bye.